This is a Monty Moment. I'm Johnny Montepano, getting you ready for another college football weekend and another step closer to the conference championships, bowl season, and ultimately the college football playoff semifinals and championship. There wasn't a lot of drama nor change at the top of the Week 11 college football playoffs rankings as Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State remained atop the CFP poll, followed by Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Old Miss, and Penn State rounding out the top 10. The committee did continue to honor head-to-head results at the top as Washington is still a notch above Oregon, which is the top one-loss team, and Texas remained ahead of Alabama, which it beat in their head-to-head meeting earlier this season in Tuscaloosa. So while there wasn't much movement this week, what I took out of the second rankings is the committee is asking for controversy and a shakeup. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let's look at this Saturday, for instance. You've got number two Georgia hosting number nine Old Miss, looking for two consecutive top 15 wins in a row, while number three Michigan travels to play 10th-ranked Penn State, which will be the first opportunity all season for the Wolverines to help boost their resume after you know not, all the talk's been at least on the field, about how they haven't played anybody this year. Well, this will be their first test coming up there at Happy Valley on Saturday. But, you know, you look if you look at all of the at these rankings here, let's just play out a crazy scenario here. What if, for instance, you know, the Rebels go and beat Georgia, up, upset the, the Bulldogs on Saturday? And then also, let's let's just put all this into uh, in out there for the heck of it. What if both Texas and Alabama went out, which would include the tie beating Georgia in the SEC championship game? Then the committee's already told you by these rankings that uh, Alabama cannot leapfrog Texas because of their their head-to-head meeting in the beginning of the year. And then let's also add the Ducks into this equation. Let's say that the let's see Oregon wins out and they win the pack they win the Pac-12 championship. You know, the, look at all their their wins and beating beating Washington which right now now is undefeated if Washington wins out too. Uh, then, you know, let's assume also that a, the Big Ten championship winner gets in. You know, there's only going to be one Big Ten uh, team in this year. It's not going to be Ohio State and Michigan. It's going to be Ohio State or Michigan. And that could even take a crazy turn if, let's say, Penn State beats Michigan Saturday and then Michigan upsets Ohio State at the end of the year and then you have three one-loss uh, and the same record, one loss and 11 win uh, B- Big Ten teams. So when you look about that, then you also have to say, what about Florida State and the ACC? If they run the table, go undefeated and win the ACC championship. And then you've also got Georgia and Alabama on your hands. I mean, you know, the committee would have a nightmare on their hands if all of this, if this whole scenario plays out, because Alabama right now cannot leapfrog Texas. I, I mean, you look if you look at it, you know, Texas has that win over them if they all win out. You know, it could be with that whole scenario, the SEC may not get a team in the playoff this year if that if that all comes to fruition. So imagine being I mean, it's great for us fans, but it's a nightmare for the committee and it's pins and needles times for the fans of these schools. I mean, I cannot wait to see what if that everything plays out there, uh, how it's going to be for these teams on Sunday, December the 3rd, when the selection show actually happens. So, you know what it is? This is madness. And this is fun. And again, the last year of the 14 college football playoff, as we know it, you know, you won't have as much drama like this starting next season when the when the playoff expands to 12 teams. I mean, you might have some drama in terms of seeding, maybe those 13, 14 seeds possibly being in play. I mean, if you look at it this week I and mean, you have a 13, 14 matchup, which would be a huge one starting next year, you could look at that. But it's going to be a wild ride the rest of the way because you have a bunch of scenarios. 
I, I, while you know it was a good day for Bama's win last week against LSU, it looks like Alabama is back, but at the same time, they are in really in a huge hole here to get into the college football playoff because they need a lot of stuff to happen above them. They've got to continue to win out. It looks like they're back, but it might be too little too late. But a lot of possible scenarios that maybe we'll get a little bit more clarity on by the time we're here next week. And we'll see what happens by next Tuesday's reveal, which, by the way, we'll start at a later time. It will be revealed just after 9 p.m. Eastern there on ESPN next Tuesday. But you look at the schedule this Saturday for the top teams in the, in the CFP. Michigan State will be at Ohio at number one Ohio State at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Number nine, Old Miss will take on Georgia at 7 p.m. on ESPN, which could be a huge matchup for both schools. Um, Old Miss, I don't think I could see them getting into the top four. It could be a big one for the for New Year's Six bowl game there for Old Miss. But, you know, Georgia, of course, trying to get above Ohio State. Number three, Michigan takes on 10th-ranked Penn State at 12 noon on Fox. Miami will be at 4th-ranked Florida State at 3.30 on ABC. A big Pac-12 won 18th-ranked Utah takes on 5th-ranked Washington at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. USC visits number six Oregon at, at the Pac-12 after dark at 10.30 p.m. on Fox. 7th-ranked Texas will be at TCU at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. And 8th-ranked Alabama will kick off the day at 12 noon at Kentucky on ESPN. So a lot of fun here in the top 10 in the college football playoff. And, again, hopefully we'll have a little bit more clarity for you by the time we're here next week. But let's get to the picks here for Week 11. I brought up those top 10 games because I'm not going to pick any of those. Well, I could because some of them are easy plays, I think, like Alabama covering against uh, Kentucky. I think I – think, Actually, an easy play would be taking Georgia over Ole Miss. But I'm going to pick some interesting matchups as well, whereas we try and continue getting some wins. So last week in that seven-pick uh, that seven pick slate that we that we did for you, I went four and three. So that brings us to 22-16-1 in college football here in 2023. And let's see if we can get you three more winners here for week 11. We're going to start at 2 p.m. Eastern out, uh, out west as 21st-ranked Arizona in the, in the CFP poll takes on Colorado, the, you know, the, the, the story with them, Dion's boys all season. But, you know, these are two teams going in opposite directions right now. Arizona's laying a big 10 and a half. They've won three straight. Colorado's lost three straight. Arizona ranks tied for 28th among, amongst the FBS teams for points allowed per game this season. And the Wildcats Cats have showed us this year that they can rise up in big moments. Colorado's defense for Dion is first year there. You know, it's, it started strong, but it, their defense has faltered left and right this season, and I think they're going to stumble again here against this Wildcats team, with, which is just you know the better team by a fair margin. And looking at this from an ATS perspective, the Wildcats are tied for the best record in the nation against the spread at 8-1. and one. So they, they, to me, are going to win this game by at least two touchdowns over a fading buff squad there at Folsom Field on Saturday. Game two, this would be a huge game next year. If, when we're talking about the 12-team playoff, you've got 13th-ranked Tennessee taking on 14th-ranked Missouri there in the SEC at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. A Missouri win here would eliminate the, Vol- the Vols and hand the Bulldogs the SEC East crown, while a Tennessee win would force Georgia to win either against Ole Miss or against the Vols in Week 12. Tennessee is laying a point and a half in this one, and if you look at trends, the Vols have won each of their last nine games as a favorite against AP-ranked teams. The favorites in the in the last six games for Tennessee have covered and Missouri has lost each of its last six November games against AP ranked teams. So the trends would tell you to take Tennessee in this one, but I'm not, I'm going with the Tigers at home. And this is about who and where you place your trust. And I trust Brady, Brady cook a lot more with his group of weapons, including Luther 
Burden the third over Joe Milton's team there at, uh, at at quarterback for the Vols. And I also don't trust the Vols on the road this season either. So give me the Tigers plus the point and a half at home in game two. And game three on Saturday night uh, up in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, normally a matchup that we'd be tuned in to say in January, February, or March, either at Cameron Indoor Stadium or at the Dean Smith Center. But here in November and at Keenan Memorial Stadium, I'm going to be, I'm going to be going back and forth between this Duke North Carolina game and, and a few others. And this this one had the potential to be really extra special with how the Blue Devils defense has been and the potential for North Carolina shot at the college football playoff. But it's still going to be a cool matchup regardless. And you know I know North Carolina is a big laying a big number, but the question in this game is who's going to prevail? Is it going to be the best defense in the ACC? or this power Tar Heel offense, which has put up 121 more points than their in-state rival. And I have to go with the Tar Heels laying the 14 and a half. And North Carolina's been at 40 points or above in five of their last six games. Duke hasn't surpassed 24 points in their, in any of their last five games when they were going, they went two and three. I know Duke's getting some extra time since they played last Thursday against Wake Forest, but I don't even think they're going to reach 24 in this one, especially with, with, what looks like is not going to be caught Riley Leonard, the quarterback in this case. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Tar Heels to win this one, say by at least 17. So we'll take the the 24th ranked North Carolina Tar Heels laying the 14 and a half in game three. So the three picks for this week, I'm going to take the Arizona Wildcats, the 21st ranked in the CFP poll Wildcats laying 10 and a half at Colorado. I'm going to take 14th-ranked Missouri getting a point and a half at home against Tennessee. And I'm going to ride with 24th-ranked North Carolina, the Tar Heels, laying the 14 and a half at home against Duke on Saturday night. Start of another big football weekend for not only college but in pros. And I will be back with you with the whole gang later on this week for Week 10 of Football Friday presented by Wolf Spreads, where we will go through another 14-hour football Sunday and into Monday as well. Some very cool matchups to preview and predict and of course our wolf spread play so that'll come your way on friday and then next week when we're here we'll be one step closer to a college football postseason so exciting times here in november we'll see you throughout this has been a monty moment and i'm johnny montabano